Now, for me personally, there is no soothing sound more pleasant than that of a big talking, draft dodging, blue blooded pussy practically begging for help to stay out of fucking prison because he's caught. Congress, if you will, please investigate the political witch hunts against me currently being brought by the corrupt DOJ and FBI who are totally out of control. Oh, yeah, the Department of Justice, who upholds the law and the Constitution, the FBI, who enforces the Constitution and the law. Well, they're just all full of shit, and yeah, you're the only thing pure around here, aren't you, pussy? They don't go after Biden with all of his corruption, the most corrupt president in history. This, young folks, this is a typical trait of a spoiled, fit-throwing brat. Uh, yeah, but, uh, Joe, uh, the, the... We're not talking about Joe! We're talking about you, you little shit, and what you did! This is about you. You dishonorable piece of shit. But they keep coming after me from the day I came down the escalator. All failures. This continuing saga is retribution against me for winning and, even more importantly to them, election interference regarding the 2024 presidential there election. There he goes, trying to change that subject. Doesn't have anything to do with election fraud and the fact that he tried to throw the election. Yeah. Then he sicked his dumbass pit bulls on cops and got them killed and attacked our country and our democracy. Hey, I know you fucking assholes out there just want to give him a pass, but guess what? The United States Constitution says if you do that, you go to fucking jail! And I know you trained fucking brainwashed monkeys don't want to uphold that Constitution as long as it applies to you. You only want it to apply to everybody else. And that makes you a fucking vindictive little asshole. It will be their updated form of rigging our most important election. Look at the polls. They can't beat me, MAGA. Make America great again at the ballot box. No, you arrogant, spoiled little shit. The only thing that's gone sour around here is you. The only way they can win is to cheat. And they cheat better than anybody has ever seen anybody cheat. Do you realize you sound like a fucking idiot? This is coming from the guy who took classified documents, willfully held them, maliciously showed them off to all of our fucking enemies so he could get in bed with them so they'd have his little LIV golf tournament at his goddamn golf course. And that's just A-OK with his supporters because they're just like him. Stop them now. Save our country. Make America great again. Fuck you, boy. You're the only shit around here, boy. Two-faced, big-talking, draft-dodging, chicken-shit wimp begging not to go to fucking prison. Sorry, pussy, but you and your pussy clan like Mark Wayne Mullen and Jim Jordan, bitch McConnell and that whole fucking clan, no, you're on your own, fucker, because you do not rise above the Constitution of the United States and the law. I just can't get over how much people have chosen to lower themselves in this country. I mean, it's pretty sickening. I mean, look at them. Look what they're doing in Texas. Fully behind Greg Abbott drowning them kids in that river. Can you fucking believe it? They endorse it. These are sick, diabolical people. You want to talk about Greg Abbott turning the state into a Texas titty twister? <laughs> Which side of the fucking fence are you people going to be on? I wrote this song just for you.
And they really believe in their hearts, their dismissiveness, they're marginalizing, they're ignoring this and how they vote even. It won't reflect on me. (laughs) That's what they think. They're going to be excused from everything they believe. They are wrong. I do believe in God Almighty. You want to see God? You want to know what God looks like, folks? Absolutely. Look out in space. Look at all that beautiful magnificence, all that power. It has no beginning. It has no end. Yeah. God's word is absolute, and God is all around you right now. Every, all this matter. You ever heard the number one? Well, you need to pay attention to that number. It's important. You know what's going on right now here on earth? Every fucking decision you make, everything you do is being looked upon, judged. Yeah, you bet. See, in the afterlife, how are you going to behave around other people? Because how you treat people on this planet is how you can be expected to treat people in the afterlife. How have you done? Have you been shitty and cruel and heartless and cynical and mean, even to children? I'll bet you have. You better pull your fucking head out. Or you find yourself in hell. You want to know what hell is? What I believe it is? There's a lot of spirits around you right now. They just can't touch you. They can't get to you. God forbids it. Yeah. You're on another plane of existence. And hell, if you're alive and you're here and the rapture comes, you are going to suddenly find yourself in the same plane of existence of all those bad spirits. They're going to be all around you all of a sudden, right here. Yeah. You're not supposed to fucking invite them over, but you take them goddamn Ouija boards and you do it anyway, don't you? It's a fucking sin, folks. You put those fucking Ouija boards down. This isn't a goddamn joke. You think it's a fucking game. Conjuring. It's not. Uh, and in no way am I saying the conjuring thing was a joke. Holy shit. That's a heavy fucking story there. The, the first one, but... What the fuck am I talking about? Can you tell it's high noon? <laughs> Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. 
his family, the folks out there, they're out here every day working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey, everybody, it's the Stand the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis, it's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale, they're in charge. They oversee the quality control, and you know where your product is coming from. Rick Simpson Oil is made on site. That's right. You don't have to take their addictive dope anymore. Rick Simpson Oil made on site. Do yourself a favor, please. Go to leafly.com. I want you to look at FireMed's Cannabis entire menu and you decide for yourself. Know where your product is coming from, my friends. FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. Joke Man News. I'm your anchor, Agnes McAllister. Field reporter, Guy McAllister. Blue Cypher Weather. Look at the Joke Man News. I'm anchor, Agnes McAllister. Before we go out to uh, New York, field reporter, Guy McAllister, let's go ahead and check in with the uh, weather. Hi, Lou. How's the weather out there? Really hot. Jehovah's Witnesses are faxing me left and right. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty hot. <laughs> Damn hot. My pig farm smells like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Really? It's bacon and shit. What's the temperature going to be like tomorrow? <coughs> Are you smoking weed on the job again, Lou? No. Are you sure? Because your eyes are kind of dilated. Inside for weather. Oh. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. You want to go sedan? No, no, I'm fine. I'll just stand right here. Okay. Well... Now let's go out and check in with Guy McAllister, who's in New York, and apparently there's been a, a huge skyscraper crane that's crashed. Is that yeah, right, Guy? stupid fucks. Guy McAllister reporting from right here in Manhattan over by the Hudson Yards. Six people have injured, including two firefighters, when a construction crane carrying 16 tons of concrete collapsed into a neighboring building after catching fire in downtown New York. Yeah, it just happened this morning. Wow, Guy. Any details on how the crane collapsed? Was it due to the fire? Well, I went over there and I gave them my two cents. I said, hey, you fucking morons. You know, duct tape don't fix every damn thing. And if you're going to buy a crane, don't go to the fucking dollar store. Best choice cranes are shit. Motherfucker. I bet you buy Ruffy's trash bags, too, don't you, you piece of shit? It's Guy McAllister reporting from Manhattan. Wow, Guy, great story. Informative, compelling, and rich. That's going to do it here at Joke Man News. I'm Agnes McAllister. Thanks for tuning in. Fox needs a new rent. Go to the White House and plant cocaine. brain They all white, full of spite, not contrite, insane. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Hey, don't forget, tonight, another excerpt from my uh, book, Bombing Down Poinsettia, Chapter 12, The Girl with the Crazy Brother. It's at 8 p.m. this evening. Don't miss it. That's a book I wrote about when I was a teenager. I just took some money, jumped in a car, and took off to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half, three years that it's been out there was quite the interesting story, but I decided to go ahead and put it on paper about 20 years ago, but 
I'm putting it on audio now so I can do it the way I want to. I don't want to fuck around with publishers. Editors are a pain in the ass. You ever defended somebody you didn't mean to offend, but you just accidentally offend them, you know? You wanted to help. You were trying to help. You thought you were helping. You weren't. You offended them. You pissed them off. Yeah. You ever had an insult to injury by telling somebody you offended that, you know, that really shouldn't have bothered you? (laughs) Who the fuck are you to say? One of the most idiotic statements a person can make. That really shouldn't have bothered you. You're a fine fucking one to say that. Shut up. Yeah, you're throwing gas on the fire. It's the equivalent of saying, oh, stop being so ridiculous. Are you trying to get your fucking ass kicked? If you have upset somebody and offended somebody, don't get defensive. You own it. You own it and you apologize. First thing you got to do is calm yourself down, hothead. Show some fucking respect. Offer an apology. And mean it. How would you like to be on the receiving end of that statement? And even if it doesn't bother you, doesn't excuse the fact that it might bother them, asshole. I come from a family of writers. My dad's a writer, uncle's a writer, my brother Matt's a writer. We write. The point is, it's a passion of ours. You know, I was always an honors English kid in high school and everything, and we just like to write. I enjoy correct grammar, and sometimes I enjoy using incorrect grammar. I use grammar as I see fit where I need it. Well, my neighbor wrote a book. He knew I was a writer, and so he wrote a book, and he brought it down to me. And he said, hey, man, would you read this and tell me what you think of it? Well, I didn't mean to offend him, but I couldn't even follow the fucking story. It was terribly written, so I did some cliff notes of the book. And then I just did an outline and just rewrote the whole thing. Just a loose summary of the whole story and a little more easier to read. You know what I mean? Corrected some of the grammar, some of the spelling, punctuation. With every correction... I failed to realize I was totally insulting this writer. Shitty or not, he wrote a complete manuscript and I fucked it up. Like the grammar Nazi I am. (laughs) Yeah. I, I didn't mess up his manuscript. He got it back as he gave it, you know. I just wrote a second version with some corrections and notes, you know. It's like, hey... If you ever decide you want to follow something and rewrite this so it doesn't end up in the random fucking file cabinet if you decide to send it to a publisher, this might be a good start right here. I'm not saying it's the way. I'm just saying that guy would never talk to me again. He'd never talk to me again. It didn't matter that his dog and my dog were friends. Yeah, He wouldn't even let his dog come over and play with my dog anymore. He took it out on the dogs because he got offended, and I was pompous enough, imposed enough to do that rewrite. What did you fucking bring it to me for? You knew I was a writer and you brought it to me for. You know what happens if you take your car to a friend who's a mechanic and he sees something wrong with it? You don't even have to ask him. If he's a friend, he fucking fixes it. He he just fix it. 
Yeah. You gonna get pissed off about that? Yeah. Dipshit. That fucker's teacup terrier's got some goddamn lonely days in his future. Ain't that right, Roscoe? <laughs> Ooh, that shows you how sensitive artists are. We're just fucking... It was terribly written. I really meant to help from one person to another. Did you want me to lie and say, oh my God, you should send this dog shit manuscript to every... Why are you still standing here? Spend your last hundred on a shitty Canon printer. Get back here. We got to get the printing manuscripts. That's right. Every fucking publisher, both foreign and domestic. Hey, fuck it. Your whole disability check spend on postage, sir. Postage. You're going to be another, you're the next fucking Dean Koontz, I guarantee it. I'm sorry, folks, I don't do that. It was a piece of shit, and I called it as I saw fit. to announce that Kevin Spacey has been cleared of all butt-rape charges. Oh, that is just great news. Fantastic. And, you know, I I love Kevin Spacey as an actor. And here's what I think probably happened more than once. He got drunk or pilled up or something, and he made advances on somebody that didn't want to be made advances on. And I don't know any of this. But what seems more unlikely is he made advances on somebody and somebody hit back and then they got people talking in their ears and it became this great big gigantic fucking fiasco. I have to question sometimes just how traumatized people truly are. I'm going to reveal a secret that I've never revealed before, but I didn't include it in the audio book, so I'll go ahead and I'll reveal it right here. The only person I've ever told this story to is my best friend. That'd be my wife. She laughed her ass off. When I was 18 years old, the media was always talking about, you know, you could be gay and not even know it. You could be gay and not even be, you might not even know it. Yeah. So you know what I did at the age of 18? I tried gay on. Yeah. No, I didn't have sex with a man. I did not. I don't care who you're intimate with. The kiss is everything. I got hired by a guy in Huntington Beach, California, and he brought me down to do some contract work. I didn't realize he was single, living in this great big frickin' house on the beach, and he had money, and he was a handsome 40-something-year-old guy. I wasn't interested in him. I mean, but I was interested in the money he had. I was interested in that. Yeah. Well, I did work for him around the place, and that night we had a great dinner. It was, I did not see this coming at all. Forty-something-year-old man. I'm a dumbass teenager from Oklahoma. Well, like I say on the news, they've been talking, you know, you could be gay and not even know it. <laughs> That was the bullshit line. They were feeding people back in the 80s. No shit. 
or sitting there watching football or something that evening in the den, and this man leaned over and kissed me. Square on the lips, it was a kiss. Pulled back, I sat there, looked at him, and then I reciprocated. Just to make sure. Then I immediately pushed him away, not violently, I just firmly pushed him away, and I went, holy shit, Travis, I'm not gay at all. <laughs> holy shit, am I not gay? Hey, <laughs> you're a good-looking guy. You've got a ton of fucking money. If I was going to screw any man, sir, it would be you. Adios, amigo. <laughs> and I got the fuck out of there. I got the fuck out of there. In no way am I encouraging anybody to go out there and test the waters on anything. Don't let people tell you who you are, is what I'm trying to say. See, I let the fucking news and shit tell me who I was. I let guys down at the gas station, friends, whatever, tell me what the fuck I was. Family, tell me what the fuck I was. Well, from my earliest memories on this planet, that never set well with me. Who the fuck are you to tell me who I am? And I had to find out for myself who I was. And that night at Travis's place on the fucking beach, I found out I was not gay. <laughs> Can't do it. Hey, is that how you lesbians feel about me? Well, you dirty bitches. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man show. This is Product Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio right here in Henrietta, America. Don't forget tonight, Bombing Down Poinsettias, Chapter 12, The Girl with the Crazy Brother. That's this evening at 8 p.m., same time, same place, right here. Stand the Joke Man show will be back on Friday. I noon. Till then. Bye, Candios, me amigos.